friends, I'm Tabby. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are doing Goodreads Bad Reviews for the Crescent City novels by Sarah J. Mass. And we've already looked through a couple of these and the people are not happy. They're angry, but we will say. It's got very high reviews. Yeah, like, okay, so let's see. The first book, 4.48 stars on Goodreads with only 1% of one-star reviews. And it had almost 350,000 ratings, which is a lot for Goodreads. Yes. Um, The second book is 4.51 stars with 182,000 ratings. And less than 1% of those ratings are one star. So overall, the people were happy, but um, not those of y'all in the one-star reviews. (laughs) All right, let's just jump in here. Caitlin, do you want to go first? We're only reading one-stars because that's all that matters to me. Good reads. The rest of these people, the the 63% of the five-stars and the 30% of the four-stars, they know what they're talking about. I'm looking specifically at the scum of the earth. Yeah, so we'll start with this one, um, which is written. Um, this is for the the first book. We'll start with the first book. It was written in March of 2021. They said, what an absolute waste of paper. In parentheses, it's a chunker. So poor trees who ended up as this. I just kind of like it's a chunker. That's fun. <laughs> also a waste of time, namely mine, but it's my own completionist fault for finishing it even when it was painfully aware that I, it wasn't going to improve. Okay. Half these people, have the first of all, don't even know how to write. Yeah. So. But kudos to this person for actually finishing the book before they gave it one star. Yes. I actually was interested by the idea of Rune as her estranged brother and would have been happy to have really explored their dynamic and their messed up dad, King of the Fae. Uh, but it apparently wasn't a priority to Mass. Well, darling... Do I have news for you? It is a priority of hers. Um, just not in the first book so much. No, that would be about a thousand pages of Bryce being a shallow, vapid party girl doing drugs and losing her best friend and then being depressed about it for a while until enter love interest object Hunt, who really has zero function outside of that and being an alpha male, who has an appropriately unhappy history. He and Bryce then falling in love, having sexy times. I mean... Not really. They didn't have sex. They yeah. were intimate, I suppose. But I suppose, but calm down just a little bit. Um, And the general plot could have been resolved in about five brief chapters. Well, you could say that of literally any book ever. That is like the whole point of a book is that at the time, <laughs> they don't realize that it could be resolved because they don't have information that we have. That's like saying a movie doesn't have to be an hour and a half. It could be five minutes. Too true. (laughs) As it is, I predict this will drag out for a while. Furthermore, Hunt is totally going to get shoved aside in favor of that demon prince. I wish. I only hope so. Yeah, why are you talking about that as if it's a bad thing? Like, Hunt's Uh, boring. I will agree with that in every single one of these reviews. So this person said, I'm calling it now. The pattern will hold and he will be the ultimate endgame love interest. I hope so. Not that I will be around to find out because I'm out of here. Also, the sheer number of times fuck is used on each page. It's rare to go one without is laughable how pathetic it is. Okay. I didn't notice that. If you are so offended by the word fuck that you can't. You shouldn't be reading like (laughs) 
books uh, above like novels? a 12th grade level. I just, I don't understand people who are like genuinely offended by curse words, but I guess whatever. I mean, pop off queen. Um, this one is from March 6th, 2020. I'm going to butcher this name. I'm so sorry. Despoina Santorinau. I was willing to give SJM another chance. I was open to liking this book. I hoped that I would, but I hated it. It's not that I just hated it. It's a bad book, and that's a fact. I'm aware that it has so many positive reviews. I'm aware that people have different tastes, and I believe in people having different opinions. That said, this is one of the cases in which I would insist that the only reason for the five-star reviews are due to the blind following this author has. The sad part is that these same followers are part of the reason this book is so bad, because I'm pretty sure that Bloomsbury hardly bothered with editing this book. If you want cheap thrills, characters who swear, have sex, do drugs, are entangled in drama, and so on, you may enjoy this. I did. Thank you. They're if super you want... upset by the adult themes. Like It's true. a new adult book. <laughs> <laughs> if you want good sentence structure and correctly used vocabulary, character development that makes sense and feels organic, good representation that does not exist for brownie points, and female characters who are not being slut-shamed, a main character who is not actually disgusting or a grossly exaggerated version of the author's previous protagonist, dot, 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 if you don't like women who are constantly over-sexualized or characters who are written as being badass by the author literally calling them badass all the time in order to convince you, dot, dot, dot. And if you want complex world building that one makes sense, two does not rely on info dumping, and three is inspired by other cultures without appropriating myths, historical events, and marks directly and renaming them by changing a letter or two from the original naming, dot, 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 that this book will make you furious. Hey, you know what? I like that the first thing that you complained about was sentence structure and grammar, and that was the longest run-on <laughs> sentence I've ever read in my damn life. Yeah, Sarah will surely take some notes from Holy you. Holy shit. You'll be furious that you wasted your time, furious that this book was published when decent new authors are getting rejected, furious that the quality of books the publishing industry pushes is affected by readers who do not engage critically with what they read and have so little respect of their own intellect. I'm going to tell you right now, she probably doesn't read smut. Listen, just because a book is not your favorite doesn't mean that it doesn't have literary value. It had, like, it was all plot. Yeah. (laughs) Was it long? Yeah. You saw how long it was when you purchased it. It's a chunker, if you'll recall the previous review I read. If I may quote. If I may quote the person whose name I forgot. Here's another from March 18th, 2020 by Christina Bone. I was shocked by how absolute trash this book was. SJM is an excellent fantasy writer and Akatar is one of my favorite series. But this, this was a train wreck. The main character had no redeeming qualities about her and was very unlikable. She was completely ruled by her id. All of her goals and motivations in life were to get high, drunk, and laid. Okay, did you go to college, Christina? Because chill the fuck out. Couple this winning heroine with gratuitous F-bombs all over the place. Did she really say fuck that much? I didn't notice it, but I also don't have what I, I would consider I also to- say fuck a lot, but... I did not notice it being that much. Sorry, couple this with F-bombs, shallow characters, constant partying, lust and casual sex, and you've got the synopsis of this book. That's not true, but 
The characters had no depth whatsoever. I will say some of them in the first book do appear shallow. There was no introspection or even a trajectory of character development, not to mention that the author threw the readers into this new fantasy world with very little explanation. Babe, (laughs) what? It was extremely disorienting. So some people complain that she goes on and on too much about building the world, while others complain that we're thrown into this world with very little explanation. We have to pick a lane. Because it's the same book that you're talking about. It's one or the other. Right. They finish by saying cheapening people so that they are commodities to be used does not make a book adult. And it especially doesn't make a book good. I don't know who they're referring to there. I think these people are just mad and Goodreads is the only outlet for them. They're just mad at seeing the word fuck. And like half these people didn't even finish the book or get through the first hundred pages. And that's a you problem. (laughs) This is from Annie Sangal on March 10th of 2020. Annie says, Okay, I really want to know if this book has such a high rating because people legitimately like it or if it's just hype. I tried really, really, really hard to get through this 800-page book and made it till 38% before I pieced out. I have so many issues with this book. Firstly, the world building is complex as hell, which is normally a good thing, but I feel like I just had a toddler on a sugar high rush explain their fantasy world to me in excruciating detail. There was just too much going on and it all got dumped on us within the span of one chapter. Secondly, the entire first 38% of the book, because that's all she read, is just the angel guy realizing that all his preconceived notions about Bryce were wrong, and actually she's amazing, and the sun shines out of her perfect size zero ass. She's actually plus size, so... Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> Bryce herself is just boring. She's boring. I feel like all the interesting characters died in the first few pages, and this was probably for the best because they had been around. If they had been around for a few more chapters, I'm sure they'd have become just as irritating as Bryce, who would like to cordially invite you to her 800-page pity party, which she wouldn't know because she only read 38% of it. (laughs) Um, The angel, who's a dickhead, and the satyr, who exists, why... Again, not a big part of the book. You'd know that if you read it. Yeah. Um, the only person I liked was Bryce's boss because I, for one, would like to take her up on her offer to turn me into a turtle. Also, can we please never use the word alpha hole again? I agree with that one. Yeah, I get that. There were some there was some lingo in there that I wasn't on board with, but who am I to judge? She's writing the good books and not me. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by this one. I'm not going to read this whole review because I don't want to give them the time of day. But they did say straight out that they think Rune wants to fuck Bryce. Um, Yikes. If you think that a brother and sister can't have a loving relationship, then you should go to therapy. This person's just mad because Bryce is a ginger, but also apparently has golden brown skin and... She says, as a fellow ginger, I just want to know how she's able to catch a tan. I'm from Florida, and the closest thing I get to a tan was more freckles and then darker ones. Well, I'll let you in on a secret. Bryce is actually half fae. She is not a human. Yeah, so, so. there's your first um, <laughs> hint. This um, person says, um, this is by Cassia Bezerra Santos. In April of 2020, I never imagined I would have so much difficulty finishing a book by Sarah J. Mass. Crescent City had everything to be an incredible book, but the author made a lot of bad choices when setting the pace of the story. 
She bombards us with a lot of irrelevant information, and only in the last 100 pages does the book become relatively interesting. I will say this is a criticism that we did have of No, I, I completely agree with that. Yes, so we agree here. And this person actually read the book, so th- that explains why this review makes sense. Um, the story is predictable and cliche. That's fair. Just it like was. its protagonist. To give you an idea how boring the protagonist is, I just read the book and I don't remember her name. Okay, I get it. <laughs> Basically, she's an alien without the charm. Um, and the guy is the typical sad and angry male cliche. I really wanted to find the adult part of this book because we don't have hot sex scenes. The violence is the same as the other books and the drug scenes just made me bored. Okay, so... Those were so, like, enough. few and far in between. I don't understand the whole issue with the drugs. <laughs> well, this person is saying, like, she wanted it more drugs enough for them, and then everyone they needed was to do harder drugs. Expensive. <laughs> they said, "In the end, I just wanted to know if the chimera was okay. I didn't get attached <laughs> to anyone. I was hoping the protagonist would Not die because the story would be more interesting." <laughs> I kind of wanted her to die it. too. Yeah, so I get it. I respect it. This review is by Zara, and it's from March sixteenth of twenty twenty two. So initially, she actually gave this book a 2.5 out of 5. And then later on, she dropped it. She said, upon reflection, I'm giving this a 1.25 after reading the second book. Amazing. Okay. So (laughs) she says, wasn't a fan of this book. It was slow and there was way too much info dumping. I also didn't really like the relationship between Hunt and Bryce. Totally get it. Felt forced. I agree. Um, Also, where was all the smut? When I read a mass book, let's be honest, that's what I'm reading it for. It was minimal and pretty disappointing. Are we reading the same Sarah J. Mass? Because up until A Court of Mist and Fury, there was like minimal smut in any of her books. So this was pretty on par for what I had initially planned. I also knew she was going to lay it on in the second book. Absolutely. And the fact that she gave it a 1.25 from a two and a half, like she got her smut in the second book. What do you want? Yeah. Well, honestly, um, quit complaining. What do you want? Um, overall, it fell a bit flat for me. I'll read the second one as the ending hinted at an interesting twist, which I think could save the series for me. Apparently, it did not. I do hope you recover. (laughs) Very sorry for you. With that, we can move on to House of Sky and Breath. So House Um, of Sky and Breath's one star percentage was less than 1% of the total reviews. So I am going to have a very hard time believing any of these fools. Well, this one's long, but... (laughs) The first one on here said, didn't read it. I just hate seeing SJM fans happy. Oh, okay. You know what? You know, I love the honesty. Yeah. This is by Sarah in April of 2022. They said, the alpha hole energy in this one is unmatched. This book made me contemplate if I ever really liked SJM's books or if I was just too young to understand what was happening when I first read A Court of Thorns and Roses, because this really was something else. I honestly enjoyed House of Earth and Blood more, and I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in that one. All I know is that it was trashy, so it made for a good time. Again, like, I have read some trashy smut. Listen, I read actual garbage. This is not it. Like, you are so sheltered if you think that these are trashy books. Um, 
Also, no spoilers, but you need to read the Akatar trilogy. Well, there's more than a trilogy. To understand the upcoming references, which is unfortunate and means more reading, or you won't be or you won't understand who's being introduced. I'm sure that you could also just read whatever comes out next in Crescent City and get an introduction. But back to House of Sky and Breath. This was not the trashy fun I was expecting. First of all, I thought this series was going to follow Bryce. She felt like a side character. I felt like we got a lot of room this time, but I think he's decent enough to bear with. To be honest, I don't like a lot of the men in this series, and that might be why I don't love it as much as the as her other books. Compared to House of Earth and Blood, this one felt chock full of content right from the start. I was out here thinking the first one was difficult to follow. Wait till you'll get to this one. There was an overwhelming amount of things to pay attention to. I feel like I need spark notes just to understand what I read. And I actually took my time reading this one. It's upsetting since I feel like I really tried to invest myself, yet I could never get immersed. I like the urban fantasy setting. I like the magical elements. I like the concept. But over two books now, it just fails to live up to what it promises. Also, the writing is this really peak SJM. She actually wrote, quote, If I had known ahead of time, I might have been concerned about you deep frying my favorite parts. And you all let it slide. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, too. This is not the romance I know Sarah can write. Okay. It's supposed to be funny. Okay. If you have never made a joke with a person that you're actively having sex with, then you're not comfortable enough with your partner. And maybe you should seek some therapy. Yeah. You should be able to joke with those people. Some deep-rooted emotional issues to work through. Yeah. Like, if you... (laughs) If you can't laugh during sex, are you okay? Like, why Uh, even have sex then, you know? It's supposed to be fun. Overall, to each their own, I'm sorry to SJM stands because this one didn't really do it for me. And I'm not about to lie to you. That's fine. Um, I also think this series is SJM taking the opportunity to write adult books just so she can share all of her delightful kinks with her readers. And I love her for that. Everyone is so offended by the swearing. I did not notice it at all. I didn't either. Like, if you asked me, like, if you were like, hey, does this book have curse words in it? I would say probably. I mean, yeah, but not like a lot. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's okay. Um, This other person, I'm not going to read the review. I just thought it was funny. A lot of people don't like Akatar, I guess. And... This person said they were going to give it a four-star rating until they read the last chapter and realized who was involved. Um, This is the actual one I want to read. It's by Leah (laughs) from February 21st of 2022. I rated this book one star because I'm petty and this is the only way I can express my displeasure about the last chapter and the direction and changes in narrative that lead up to that. That being said, I think on a surface level, it's a solid four stars that goes down to three-ish, maybe even two if we look at it deeper, but she gave it one, so numbers aren't real. It was an up and down for me, but I did not, or sorry, but I did have fun reading it when I was ignoring the plot holes, the POVs that made no sense or added nothing to the story other than adding another voice. Listen, we felt the same way about Therian and just go on ignoring it. Yeah. I love Rune as any other person, but half of his POVs were useless. Therian was boring and there were way too many times that I forgot whose POV it should be in the first place, especially Rune's chapters, but it happened with Bryce and Hunt too. It was very amateurish considering that 
the entire series of Throne of Glass told the same way. Also, the plot itself felt tiresome from around 35%. There wasn't even a real plot to drive the story, only grasping on thin air, pulling that everyone is crushing on Bryce, even if it makes no sense card, and Danica. Danica, who is dead since the first five chapters of the book, uh, sorry, a book fucking one. Um, the characters carry this story on their backs and they're really fun and interesting and probably the best bunch, but they're all over the place. I don't understand. The story is terrible, but the characters carry this story on their backs. For sure, for sure. Um, oh, and let's not forget how Bryce is constantly surrounded only by guys in this. Most of the scenes are just Bryce hanging out with random three to five of them. Do what you will with that information. I will. So I guess my problem is- I think she's like- just jealous. Like that everyone... she's not surrounded by three to five men at a time. <laughs> and like what pisses me off is like there have been also one star reviews that are like, how dare they slut shame Bryce the whole book? And this person is like, Bryce is such a fucking slut. She only hangs out with men. <laughs> like, what? Girly. Um, yeah, that's I a real issue for you. Would... Friends have been fucking killed. <laughs> you would hate to read reverse harem, I'm afraid to say. Yeah. You'd not like that. Um, oh, and let's... Oh, sorry. The thing is, I could probably list and rant about all the problems I had with this book, but I don't see the point. It's done and w- it wouldn't change anything, except you just did. I had given a last chance to SJM to see if I truly am done with her or not, and it turned out that I am, which is sad, because for the longest time, Crescent City was my comfort series. I already gave up on Akatar and washed my hands of that series, but now that they dragged into this series as well to steal the show in the end because we all know they will don't even try to tell me they won't i can already tell the direction this is all heading i just give up trying so yeah surface level is fun but as far as i'm concerned this series was a duology maybe once we see clearly how the situation with the last chapter is sorted out i will read crescent city 3 to get the happy ending for quinlar trash but at the moment, I don't feel like I care to see that unfold. You're voting for Quinlar, so your opinion doesn't matter. Well, this next review is at least refreshing um, because they don't like Hunt. So this is February 2022 by Masha. And they started off with the two parakeets I've owned almost 15 years ago have more personality than Hunt. They said... Petition to keep Reese and Valaris out of this series. Why can't she just keep each world separate? I can't do this anymore. That particular series has already been ruined for me. Well, why can't she keep them separate? Because I, it's why her. are so mad about the series? It's like, hey, this is her story. Did you like Marvel? Marvel made a multiverse. Why can't Sarah? It's her book. It is her book. Also, like, if you want to write a book, you write your own book. Like, shut up um hunt is a powerful alpha hole can this word just die already i agree with you there he zapped some poor angel dog hybrid <laughs> with his lightning bless it's his soul only brought like every single time the poor bastard makes an appearance what baxian has they mentioned it twice but baxian has like a lightning strike on his neck from where hunt like zapped him Oh, so they're saying, like, that keeps getting brought up. (laughs) He's fine. It was like someone's poor angel hybrid dog head. (laughs) Why did they word it like that? He's literally fine. They They killed my dog. 
<laughs> Not the dog. Leave the dog alone. Hunt ditches his new governor lady and her big moment to meet back with Bryce. That's like me walking out on my boss during a huge ass meeting with clients to go and gossip with my boyfriend. It's actually not like that because Bryce was like Sabine was at her apartment <laughs> and Sabine actually wants to murder Bryce. Um, so she <laughs> was fighting off a murderer. And what was the purpose of the punishment? Staying in the barracks for two weeks instead of living with a spoiled princess. Damn, boy really learned his lesson. Of course, there was a time there was a time skip. Lovers were reunited in two paragraphs. Well, if you'll recall, that's because he was not um, held to the entire two weeks. He was actually only there for like five days. And Celeste, Celestina was like, you are so moody that I want you literally anywhere else. Yeah, she's like, you are ruining morale. They said, naturally, they're mates. Surprise. They're not. We have comments about that. I hated how Connor was compared to Hunt. In quotes, Connor would have chosen the game instead of Bryce equals cringe. Okay. But not Hunt comparing Bryce to Shahar. That was not your issue. Yeah, right. Interesting. This is the requirement for being a mate. Aside from being a boring bird that electrocutes that bad guys. Concept, we let the characters stay dead. They did stay dead. What? <laughs> we let the dead characters stay D-E-A-D. I do think that and yeah, they, they certainly it out for me. Did. This person is... They certainly did stay dead. <laughs> confused. This person's very confused. Like, they couldn't even, like, <laughs> resurrect him with a necromancer. He stayed yeah, so dead. Yeah, they tried to talk to him, and the underking was like, hey, you rang? What was the point of the arranged marriage plot? Two arranged marriage plots literally made no difference in the book. In fact, it was only mentioned, not even acted upon. It could have been taken out and the book would have still read the same. Well, if you read the book. One's dead. You would the know. the other one is gay. Yeah. So <laughs> the major location of the book was Bryce's apartment. That's not really true. I can give you the exact number of times it was mentioned if needed. Definitely over 250 times. Hey, give us the exact number. Yeah, I do want the exact number. Yeah. Oh, and the elevator. Real talk always happens on the elevators. Hardly any info is given on the Thunderbird case. They're all running in circles. Information is repeated. <laughs> um, Sorry, I'm just trying to process what you're complaining about. Part that blew my goddamn mind. That's in caps. Hunt was pissed, so pissed, that Bryce had to take him to a secret garden to get laid. Then he was no longer pissed and had no urges to destroy everyone. Yes, we did also Listen, I completely agree with that. Yeah, we did also agree. Mass needs to heavily edit this series. There's far too much going on, too many characters running around, and essentially all doing the same exact thing. That's because they're working together. As slash Elaine will be the last thing I read by Mass... Do they Ew. mean like, they want like them to they be want together? like that they want an Azrael and Elaine book trash? Hopefully they meant like separately. I don't know. No, love this one. SJ have used some variation of the phrase "balls tightening" six times in this book. One star. That's hey. valid. This is from Lindsay from March third of twenty twenty two. It's a blessing when you get a book from an author that you have mixed feelings about that allows you to simply give up on the series and anything else by the author, I'm a little cranky at myself that I persevered and read the whole damn thing instead of DNFing much earlier. The world building makes no sense. I don't get, I mean, sure. 
How can you have the products of an advanced economy with capital investment like mobile phones or insurance in the same world that has absolute rulers, no apparent legal system, and law enforcement that roughly translates to super-powered gangs? Have um, you been in the 21st century? We're living it, baby. Um, we the- <laughs> also actively have all of those things. Go listen to our episode on organized crime (laughs) the big twist that the main characters poll seem wait the big twists that the main characters polls seem like the most obvious possible moves in every situation and while she's apparently very clever she pulls some of the dumbest high school like stunts in her own personal life this is an incredibly powerful character who is apparently destined to be a turning point of the whole situation with the emotional maturity of a 14 year old no more i won't be fooled again i'll start with this one from alexia vt on may 1st 2022 utter crap A tremendous letdown. (laughs) The first book was so promising, but the second book started well, but as it progressed with many characters running around the city, literally diving headfirst into danger since there were so many, all of them seemed flat. This is all like in one sentence. All of them seemed flat and bland, trying to solve the answer of the universe with crumbs left by unreliable sources in the setting of a reverse harem. Where? I, I can only hope for it. I know. Like, that would have made Again, everything I a lot interesting. They think that just because Bryce talks to people besides Hunt, that makes her in a reverse harem. I just know it's because Therian said he sniffs her underwear. Like, I know that it was the turning point for so many people. You guys, he's joking. He's joking. Let him joke. Let's not start with the ending Okay, let's not. <laughs> You're Which so left right, my mouth agape. <laughs> Some things are not meant to be combined. Some good stories needs to come to an end. Period. <laughs> I'm sorry. Period. They wrote period. <laughs> it felt like Sarah J. Mass wanted to milk more money out of certain stories. Don't say milk like that. I can foresee and prefigure that a lot of these things will be combined. And in the end, it will be really difficult to kill too many main characters. You can foresee that a lot of things are going to be combined. No way. That is so fucking crazy because they literally did combine. You are so, so. You got it right on the nose, babe. (laughs) I can't even read anymore. I'm sorry. Wait. Hold on. One, One more little part. They said solving issues or wars with a wave of wand or power isn't what readers want. We read so we can relate to the ordeal fictional characters go through their trials and tribulations. They did do that. Fantasy. If you have an issue with magic being used to save the world, then don't read a fantasy book. Fuck off, Alexia. That was annoying. Alexia, bless your little heart. Um, This is from Hannah from February 22nd, 2022. She did not finish it about 33% in, so take this with a grain of salt. I always do. I feel like most of these will start out the same. I gave it a shot. I really did. This book has zero plot and is basically just people hanging out in the main character's apartment drinking beer for most scenes. I mean, yeah, they were in her apartment a lot, I guess. 
I'm so frustrated with Mass because she gave us the first book of Akatar, which was entertaining and a good book, but damn, the rest of her books are straight trash. Akawar is literally one of the worst books I've tried to read and couldn't finish it. Completely ruined the series to me. Same with Throne of Glass, which I couldn't finish either. Fight me, Mass fans. I don't give a fuck anymore. It sounds like maybe she's just not for you, and that's yeah. okay. And like that's you okay. don't, you don't have to read these. Quit putting yourself through that. The first Crescent City book wasn't absolutely awful. I was able to at least get through it, and I like that Mass acknowledged in the story some of her writing tendencies and flaws, like the super special all flower all-powerful princess crap, which Bryce does mention multiple times. But in this book, we go right back to the easy-bake oven recipe of mass writing, which includes, but not limited to, one, weirdly calling people males and females very often, like, why is this necessary? It got so annoying after seeing it every other page. Two, the we're mates, we purr and snarl, and these have little sparkles next to every word. How cute. (laughs) Um, three, super special. Special is spelled S-P-E-S-H-A-L. Okay. Spatial. Spatial. Main characters who every man involved in the story is attracted to and wants to smash. It's not true. Therian wants to smash Ethan, you silly goose. Yeah, we're pretty sure. 500 subplots and characters that can, sorry, that contribute absolutely nothing to the main storyline. Honestly, I can't keep track of anyone in these stories. There are no defining characteristics at all, and they all blend together. It'll come together. Have faith. Recycling the same characters over and over again. I just call the, or sorry, just calling them different names because apparently that's all she knows how to write. Trash world building. I genuinely don't understand this world. For a fantasy world, it sure does seem to have a lot of human world things like cell phones, nail salons, gyms, bars, and universities. It's because humans live there. (laughs) I don't understand who the fuck the Asteri even are, and honestly, I don't care at this point. They do say what they are at the end of this book if you'd read it. If you would That's like DNA. the whole ending of this book. Yeah. Um, in seven, her books are so long and for what reason could easily That's be fair. 400 page books and honestly might improve the stories. I do agree with that. Spoiler alert. Someone must have told her this and she certainly didn't read it. At the end of this book, guess who shows up? Fucking Resan and Feyre, the most annoying couple in the world who are literally fucking in a tent while people are screaming and dying in Akor. That is too true. We do um, need that. <laughs> too true, bestie. They are the absolute worst. And the fact that they are now involved in the story, I don't think I can continue. I, for one, was so excited about that. I was too. I don't think they're the absolute worst, but I agree they should not have had sex you know, in the war camp. Or at least maybe just not so loud. Be a little more respectful of the dead. <laughs> um. Yeah. You know, he could have, like, I don't know. I'm sure they weren't the only ones doing it. Come up with some kind of way to use your powers to put up, like, a a sound barrier. Yeah, it's been thoughtful. Very disrespectful, but what are you going to do? Would like to read one more because it's it's, um, short, and I honestly, I agree with it, and I'm confused why they put a one star. So this is Fiona, May 29th, 2022. They said, I want there to be more Adis. He freaking turns into a cat and is also a demon. Like, what the hell is there not to love? I agree. But is that why you gave it one star is because there's not enough Adis? There's so many people who are like, haven't read it. I'm not going to, but I'm joining all the people that rated it one star just to be petty. Heart. Okay. 
I love, love that for you. Yeah, I love that. You took, you know, the two minutes out of your day to do that. You just hold on to that bitterness, babe. When Sarah J. Mass is fanning herself with her stack of money, you just write your little one-star review. She might even deign to look at your comment. She might. Maybe she has a nice little giggle at night as she goes through these. Oh, my God. I would I would so definitely read my own reviews if I were an author. (laughs) Every night I would read my reviews. (laughs) I would frame them. Uh, uh, I'm too sensitive for that. My feelings would get hurt. I would. You know what I would do? I would print these reviews out and I would sign them and I would figure out a way to send them to these people. Like mail them. I guess you could like scan it. And then, like, DM them. So, so fast would I do that. But that wraps up this riveting episode of Goodreads Bad Reviews. (laughs) And that also just wraps up the world of Crescent City for now. For now. Um, Until we hear anything else. I'm freaking stoked for more of it. I tell you what. I'm going to eat it up. Yeah. I'm going to eat it up and I'm going to rub it in these little sad people's faces. Yeah. It was written for us. It was written for the girlies who love the SJM multiverse. I'm here for it. And I'm so excited for what she's going to do next. Um, So we are kind of taking a little bit of a turn next week. Uh, I think Caitlin called it a palate cleanser last (laughs) week. Indeed. And we're going to be reading Book Lovers by Emily Henry. We love her. Book Lovers. We love Emily Henry so much. Like you so guys, much. <laughs> if you haven't read all of her books, read them all, but start with book lovers because that's what we will be doing next week. And then the week after that, we will be doing another installment of Poetry Corner featuring Shell Silverstein. That'll be a fun little episode. Again, a palate cleanser. Yes. We'll talk to you then. And as always, let's get lit. Let's get lit.